Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. Drowning in status updates and lost in endless emails? Break free with ClickUp.com, the one app to replace them all. Imagine a world where your team collaborates effortlessly in one shared space. No more chaos, just ClickUp. Your projects, tasks, and communication unified at last. Transform how you work with customizable views, seamless integration, and real-time updates. ClickUp is your shortcut to more productive days and happier teams. Join the millions of productive teams already streamlining their workflow. Visit ClickUp.com to get started. Welcome to the Bucknuts Happy Hour, the pre-spring game edition of the show. We are uh, just a couple days away here as we're recording this from Ohio State's 2023 spring game. We're going to get into that today. We're going to talk some of the latest news from the Buckeyes. And then Dave Biddle and I, who I'm happy to be joined by, thanks for joining Dave, we're going to uh, we're gonna draft our teams that we would take for the spring game. We're going to do, well, we'll get into the details of all that as we get to it. Uh, Dave, thanks for joining me. What what do you have drink? What are you drinking there? Anything? Water. 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 It's very very large Yeti. Very okay. large. Trying to drink a lot of water. There you go. I do also have water, but I did pour myself a Miller Light. I've got some soccer to watch after this. Can't do anything crazy because I'm going over to the coaches' clinic tonight to listen to those guys uh, talk about their coaching philosophies. So uh, don't want to show up too uh, too inebriated for that. But uh, I can I can have a couple anyway, Dave, we were at Ryan Day's press conference on Wednesday, his final press conference before the spring game. Uh, The big news to come out of it, obviously, and I'm sure people have heard by now, Devin Brown will not play in the spring game, had what's being labeled a minor procedure on his finger, a finger on his throwing hand. To me, the biggest thing is that. Fans aren't going to get to see Devin Brown, who hasn't thrown a pass in, in a game, uh, get to see him play, which I, we not we won't either. 
which is disappointing. Um, I don't know how much this matters in terms of the grand scheme of things, but what were your kind of initial impressions from uh, that news update from Ryan Day? Yeah, that's too bad because we would have seen a lot of Devin Brown out there. Yeah, he would have been wearing the black no-contact jersey, which Kyle McCord will be wearing. Now we're going to see a lot more of seventh-year senior Tristan Gebbia than we ever thought we would. Uh, I like how Ryan Day yesterday said he's basically like an apprentice. He's a seventh-year senior. He wants to get into coaching, but they needed like depth at quarterback. What if they have a couple of injuries? Then you're down to Gebbia and you're down to the true freshman coming in. And um, so and I like the true freshman coming in, but they needed to get – he likes having four scholarship quarterbacks when possible. So that's too bad that we're not going to see Devin Brown. Um, at least we got to see him a lot this spring, though, the media. I feel bad for the fans, but at least we got to see – a lot of open practices when they were doing scrimmages, the exact same stuff they're going to be doing at the spring game where the quarterbacks are not live, but everybody else is. Um, so that, you know, that was really cool, but I feel bad for the fans because it's been cool seeing Devin Brown and Kyle McCord get out there and kind of battle it out, um, see who looks better. But um, you know what, in the grand scheme, I don't think it really matters because I'm on record that I would have been shocked if Kyle McCord wasn't the starter um, this year. Not that there's a big gap, but I just think there is a gap. It doesn't have to be a huge gap. I think there is a gap between McCord and Brown. And this certainly doesn't help Brown's chances. But I've heard people, real quick, I'll just finish it with this. I've heard people compare it to the Joe Burrow situation. It's, it's, not, it's not comparable at all. That happened in camp, first of all, right before the season. And it was a more serious injury. They think Devin Brown's going to be throwing here shortly. That, that, you know, Joe Burrow was out for like weeks. So, and it happened in camp. So, Devin Brown, if he's, you know, he'll, he'll still have a chance at winning the job in camp. But I'll be shocked if it's not Kyle McCord. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think it's going to be Kyle McCord as well. I wrote sort of what you just said there yesterday, and, and Ryan Day kind of said the same thing, was that he didn't see the comparison there. Yes, both guys who ended up being potentially the backups um, had hand injuries, but it was it was not comparable. It did allow Dwayne Haskins to play more. He played, I think, a little over six times the snaps during the season, and I think that – because he got in games, set him up for success, obviously that Michigan game. So, yeah, I don't see the comparison really there other than hand injury. Um, and also, Ryan Day made it fairly clear, and I wrote this as well in, in the same story, that, look, this doesn't rule Devin Brown out of anything. He's, as you said, Dave, he's going to be back throwing this summer. He should be ready to go for fall camp. He's also gone through 12 spring practices. He missed Wednesday's practice, having the procedure or had the procedure, We'll miss Fridays as well, and then obviously the spring game. So, yes, it's unfortunate that he doesn't have those three days that Kyle McCord will have, and especially the spring game in front of fans. But he's he's put a lot of stuff on film, and it's not like there's nothing for the coaches to evaluate. So I, I agree with you. I don't think it's it's a huge issue other than unfortunate for those who, who want to see him play in the spring game. Dave, there were a few other things we talked, a handful of other things we talked with Ryan Day about. Um, the offensive line was one of them. I know you asked specifically about that. Was that the biggest kind of number two topic you took or, or did something else stand out to you? For sure. You know, it's, it's you know, other than quarterbacks, it's been the biggest story um, all spring. And the only reason even quarterbacks is that big of a story is because it's quarterback. It's the most important position. Yeah. I, but there's just so much uncertainty on the offensive line, especially at right tackle. Um, is it going to be Tegra, Shibola? Is it going to be Zed Mahalski? I've also heard that, you know, from impeccable sources, as I've said, on the Bucknuts Morning 5 and on the site, um, that they're going to go after tackles in the portal for sure. Like, I know that for a fact. Will they get one? We'll see. They seem pretty confident they will get one, so we'll find out. But, yeah, how's it going to shake out at right tackle? How's Carson Hinsman going to look at center? Is he going to lock that job down over Vic Cutler? I, I felt like uh, Josh Fryer had the job locked down at left tackle, but uh, Coach Day stopped short of saying that. I mean, what's he going to – I mean, 
he wants to, you know, keep these guys hungry. But I'd be shocked if uh, Fryer's not the left tackle. And from all accounts, you know, and we've seen him struggle here and there. But from all accounts, he's had a pretty good spring. So, yeah, to me, the, the uncertainty on the offensive line, you can see when Coach Day talks about it, he's just like, we're just not where we need to be yet. He said, we're not that far behind. So I was like, you knew you were losing three starters. So you had to feel like it was going to be like up and down in the spring on the offensive line. Got both guards coming back. And I asked him, you know, are you guys, do you feel like this is where you thought you'd be leaving spring, about to leave spring? Are you a little ahead of where you thought you'd be, given the fact you lost three starters? Are you behind? He said, we're not too far behind. So they, he admitted that they're a little bit behind schedule where he thought they would be, even though he knew they were losing three starters. So it's, it's a concern, but I, you know, I think at least they got the two starting guards back, man. If Carson Hensman can just be solid as a redshirt freshman, that's asking a lot. Basically do what Luke Whipler did as a, as a redshirt freshman. Whipler had his share of ups and downs as a redshirt freshman, but he was solid. I mean, I, Carson Hensman's not going to be a superstar as a redshirt freshman, first year starter, but if he can just be solid and not be a liability That'll be huge for this offensive line. I think he will do that. I think he will be solid as a troop or as a redshirt freshman. One of the things, and I asked Ryan Day about this, and I think the question, his answer kind of went in a different direction than I expected to, but specifically when watching this offensive line against the defensive line, but you could really put it at any position. When you're watching guys against their own team, there's a, there's a, every play one, one side does better, right? So how do you evaluate, okay, when you're watching the offensive line versus the defensive line, if the defensive line is winning more often than the offensive line, does that mean the offensive line isn't very good? Or does that mean that the defensive line is just really good? I, it's just hard to judge when you don't get kind of that, you know, preseason against another team or the NFL has those practices where they face another team in practice. I wish college football would do something like that, um, especially in spring when you're not going to play a game soon, just get you a better feel of like, okay, Maybe our offensive line doesn't look great against Jack Sawyer and JT Tuomalau, but those guys aren't going to have to face that level of competition out of the gates. It just I feel like it would give you a better barometer. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but it is it is hard to judge a little bit. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty – those were, were the big things. Ryan Day talked about the format for the spring game. I wrote about that yesterday if you want to read about it on Bucknuts. Basically, it's going to be like last year's spring game, offense versus defense. Uh, they will play defense has their own ways of scoring points with turnovers and, and stops. Uh, they'll, they'll play four quarters, probably a running clock at some point in the second half, 10 minute half time. Game starts at 1205. Ohio state wants fans to get there early because there's a lot of construction, but free parking other than the part, the lot just to the West of Ohio stadium. And then the St. John's lot, which is handicapped. Uh, so there's more information on Bucknuts if you want to read about that, but, Really? Yeah, I think that was those were the highlights, right, Dave? Nothing else that, that stood out to you? Yeah, that was pretty much it. You know, we know uh, he said Jihad Carter probably won't play, but he wasn't sure about that. Yeah. He had to, thank goodness that wasn't serious. We were there at that practice when he went down and he was clutching his right knee. So at least even if he doesn't play in the spring game, at least we know that's not serious. He doesn't need surgery or anything. So that's good news because I think you know Jihad Carter has kind of got lost in the shuffle this spring, not – according to the coaches or anything, but just fans aren't talking about him a lot. He was a good player at Syracuse. Their fans were not happy that, that they were losing him. So I think Jahad Carter is going to have a big role in this defense this year. Yeah, I saw him at Ohio State's job fair, career day, whatever they're calling it these days, walking around in his suit, talking to, to potential future employers. Uh, he was moving all right. There was no noticeable limp or anything like that. So, you know, clearly not something serious enough that he was in a brace or, or anything like that. Okay, Dave, let's get into this this draft, which I'm excited about. Uh, we haven't done this before, but I think it's a fun activity. And, and feel free if you're watching this live, 
throw in the comments um, what you think of our picks. Basically, we're going to draft a 22-man team, so you know starters basically for each of our teams from the Ohio State roster. We are going to not include the guys that have been out for spring that, that we've seen. We are going to include Devin Brown just because we, when we started talking about this, Devin Brown was still, as far as we knew, available. Um, that also allows each of us, presumably, to draft a potential starting quarterback other than Tristan Gebbia. Um, but, like, the guys that have been out all spring, um, the, the guys that you just mentioned, Jihad Carter, uh, guys like that, we'll, we'll, we'll not draft. I mean, I guess you could draft Jihad Carter if you really wanted to, but if he doesn't play, then that doesn't help us in our hypothetical game. So, Dave, I'm going to let you have the first pick here as the soberer of the two of us as I've had, like, three things of beer. I was going to flip a coin, but then I didn't grab a coin. So uh, you draft first. We'll do this normal draft style, not snake draft, and uh, we'll have some fun with it. All right. First pick of the draft, I will take offensive tackle Josh Fryer. All right. Tell us about why you – let's go through and just hit on why you, why you made that pick at the spot you did. I just think there's a that's one of the positions where there's a noticeable gap from the best player at the position, Fryer, in my opinion, to the second best player because we don't even know if it's Tegra or if it's Zen, probably Tegra. Um, not to give you a little hint there, but, uh, yeah, that's why. Um, I think that there's – not that Fryer's like a world beater, but um, – and just to be clear, we are going offensive tackles as its own category, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Just making sure offensive tackle, center, and guard are its own category. So that'd be why. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you can, if you don't want to draft any tackles, you don't have to. I just don't think that will work out very well in this. I just want to make sure it's its own category. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I no. got you. Yeah. All right. Who All you right, got? Well, I am going to go with Kyle McCord. Okay. Um, I thought you might. I was, I was thinking you were either going to draft a quarterback or alignment there um so i was ready either way look we've both said it already we think kyle mccord uh will will be the starter um i think they both had positive moments in this hypothetical world where devin brown is still healthy but uh you know i've got the opportunity it's like the nfl draft quarterbacks there i'm gonna take him and uh you let you let him fall to me so we'll 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 see how it plays out all right, I'm going to stick on the offensive line. I'm going to take Carson Hensman at center. Loading up. Just, yeah, I just, think he's, I just think he's clearly better than Vic Cutler. I know the coaches are saying it's still a battle. I don't really think it is. Just yeah. my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. Well, if you're going to draft all these offensive linemen, I guess I should probably get in on that. Um, I am going to take Tegra, and I will – I'm not sure. We'll, I'm going to see how the draft plays out. Uh, he may have to play left tackle for me. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, I think from what we've seen, I think Tegra has looked better at the right tackle position. Now, we're not there every day. Um, I thought there's been both positive moments from him and Zen Mikowski. But I thought, you know, there's been a couple times when I've seen him match up with Jack Sawyer. And Jack Sawyer's gotten him a few times. but. I think he's, he's held his own more than I've seen against when Carson Hinsman's been in the same situation. So we'll see how this all develops. But right now I think he would be the guy I'd prefer at, at, at ha handling either tackle position. You mean Zen Mahalski. He's handled it better than right. Zen, you think? 
Yeah, you yeah, said sorry. yeah. You said, you said Hensman. Just want to make sure. You, yeah. Oh yeah. You meant Zen. Just for the the viewers and the listeners. Okay, so I got the next pick. I will take. Now again, this is this is if we were actually. I'm, this guy's going to probably play two snaps, but he's healthy. This is like we're pretending as if they would be playing an actual game. So I'm taking yeah. Marvin Harrison. I'm taking Marvin Harrison Jr. Why? What about Marvin Harrison Jr. Do you like, Dave? <laughs> You know, honestly, if Emeka Ibuka was available, I might wait a little bit. I just think there is a huge gap. I'm not breaking news here between Marvin Harrison Jr. and whoever the next wide receiver is. Um, and he's the best player in college football, in my opinion. So that's why I took Marvin Harrison Jr., even though we'll probably see him out there for like two plays. Yeah, who knows how much he will actually play. The one thing I will say with these receivers, well, he's really the only returning starting receiver, but because uh, David Johnson is out, but if you want to get a good barometer of your quarterback, like having Marvin there helps, right? Yeah. Especially with all so, these other guys out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we do see Marv a little bit more than we would if other guys were healthy. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. For yeah. my team, he's, he's playing the whole game, you know, sure. and, and that's yeah. our, our fictitious uh, game that we're going to play here. So you don't all have right. to worry about injuries. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, I am going to take, so this is pick six. So my third pick, I'm going to take JT to him allow. I'm going to test him against your uh, your Josh Fryer at tackle. And I uh, hope I can win that battle because, as we've said with the offensive line, I think the defensive line has gotten the best of them more often than not. So that's the direction I'm going with my third pick. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right. I will – let's see here. I'll stay on the D line, but I will take Tyleek Williams at D tackle. So we'll D tackle and D end are their own category, obviously. I'll D tackle, I'll take Tyleek Williams. All right, all right. He's why Tyleek Williams over a Mike Hall? Just out of curiosity. I mean, Tyleek's been taking all of his reps with the first team. It seems like Mike's been rotating a little bit, even though I think Tyleek Williams and Mike Hall are, are the two best tackles, defensive tackles on this team. But you know, Larry Johnson's going to play Ty Hamilton. You know, so we'll see. But I, it sounds like Tyreek Williams is finally where they want him to be. And um, I think he's going to play a ton. I think he's locked in as a starter. I think he's going to have a big junior year. We saw Jaden McKenzie even getting in there the last time we were out there. So I don't know how deep Larry Johnson is going to rotate, but he was out there doing some, doing some stuff with the first team occasionally. Um, I'm going to stay with defensive end. I'm going to take Jack Sawyer. I want to lock that one, lock those positions down. Um, Whichever quarterback you end up taking here, I want to get after that guy. I think that there's an advantage, like I said, on between the defensive ends right now and the tackles. So uh, you got the best tackle. I'm going to take the two top defensive ends and uh, try and get after you that way. All right. I'm going to be – I'm going up the middle. I'm going Mike Hall. Pairing right. him with Tyleek Williams, bam. You get the two starting D ends. I get the two starting D tackles. I like it. Yeah, yeah. That's – it's interesting because you also have what we assume will be the starting center. So and the starting left tackle. Yeah. Well, I just mean I may be vulnerable up oh. the middle here. Yeah. Um, unless Vic Cutler really steps up, assuming that's who I take there. Uh, I'm going to go back to offense. Um, I'm going to take, and this may be a little early, but I want to see what he can do. I'm going to take Carnell Tate. Uh, this is my fifth pick. I wanted. I don't have a receiver yet. So, uh, look, I, Jaden Ballard is a guy who has been running with the ones quite a bit. 
We've seen Carnell Tate recently step in with the ones. I still question Jaden Ballard's hands a little bit and what he will be for this team, if he ever is really anything for this team. I do think he's taken positive steps, but uh, I think Carnell Tate has, has shown some good things. I could imagine this being a guy who has a big spring game, and then maybe we don't hear a ton about him during the season, um, maybe until next year, just because once those other guys come back. But of the receivers available, he's impressed me a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab him early. I like that one. It was a it was a to me. I think most people just assume Ballard's the second best of the available wide receivers. To me, it was really close between Tate and Ballard. So I see what you're yeah. doing there. Um, I'm gonna take Ballard. I'll pair him with Marvin as my. We're gonna take three starting wide receivers. Um, I'll take Ballard. All right. All right. Um, I should probably go back to this offensive line. Um, yeah, I guess I'll get my other tackle here and take Zen, Zen Mikowski. I need to learn how to say that one. I probably need to learn how to spell it too. So far, I've just copy and pasted it most of the time I've written it. Uh, I'll take him. So one of those guys, I took Tegra with my second pick. One of those guys will be left. One will be right. I'll figure that out later. Maybe see him in Friday practice and uh, determine that. But, yeah, I want to add to the offensive line there with the my sixth pick. Even as the opposing coach, general manager, owner, I, I will let you know. I mean, as you know, Zen repped at left tackle last year. He was technically yeah. Paris's backup. So I think you're okay there. Um, all right. I'm going to stay on the offensive line. I'm going to take the best offensive lineman on the team. Donovan Jackson at guard. I'm opening up guard and taking Donovan Jackson. It is interesting that it took us this long to go to a starting, returning starting offensive lineman, potential All-American type of guy. Uh, funny it took to pick 13 overall for, for him to come off the board. I don't think that's an indictment on him. I think that's more of an indictment on us. Yeah, Mahalski. I've been saying it right, Sue. Sue's correcting you, Pat. Yeah. Doctors, doctors, by the way, Sue is awesome. Like, she like tunes into everything i'm jealous of your life sue she even was watching this took a break to go watch ryan day on, on big 10 network get interviewed and came back to watch us she just soaks in all the buckeye stuff i absolutely love it sue you're awesome yeah mahalski pat mahalski he's on your team you gotta yeah, know how well, to since he's on my team i guess i'll ask him uh just for clarity but good to know thank you sue um all right you took oh yeah you're right you took donovan jackson I am going to go with – I guess I'll go with Mayan Williams. We're assuming he will play some um, for the sake of this. Like with, uh, like with Marvin, he'll be, the, he'll be my starting running back. Um, yeah, I'll go with Mayan. I'll go with Mayan there. I'm going to go with Matt Jones. Mm, I was Star. worried you mentioned that. Yeah, now, so now I've got – Four of the five projected starters on the offensive line, Patrick. Yeah. You well, you've got, you've got the two starting DNs, though, so I, got, I have to load up on yeah. offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, I'm going to move back to the defensive side uh, to guard your Marvin Harrison. I am going to take – I am going to take Davis and Igbenosin. Oh! And I that is not it. saying that – I like it. I don't think that Denzel Burke is – like, I think Denzel Burke will be this team's starting corner – number one cornerback, at least to start the year. But I think Igbenosin can match up size-wise better with Marvin. 
So that's my thinking there. He's according to this roster, Davidson is listed. He goes by Dave, by the way. If Good name. We, yeah, if only we knew it. It's listed at 6'2, 187. And uh Marv is where is he on? Six four two oh five. Okay, so closer to uh Marvin's height, so I can just match up there and try and uh try and handle the best receiver in college football. And people are asking, so like Tommy Eichenberg, for those that are just tuning in, like guys that are hurt, we're not drafting other than Devin Brown. So there's a, like, you know, that's the one injured player that is on the board. So like Tommy Eichenberg, those guys are not available. Um, Steel Chambers, those guys are not available. Okay. I'm up next. Let's see. Well, you open a corner. I'll, I'll take a corner then. I don't want to get too far behind here. I'll take Denzel Burke. I see what you're doing with Ig- I like Igbenosan. I'm I'm like president of his fan club. I you know, if they have three starting level corners, which it looks like they do, that's a problem you want to have, but this kid's going to play a lot Igbenosan. I mean, he's he's not just a tall rangy corner. He also is physical. Like he doesn't look like he'd be that physical. He's not like rocked up or anything, but like he is a good tackler from what we've seen and and yes, he plays the ball well. I love him a lot. So I'm talking about your guy and not my guy, but Denzel Burke has had a really good spring. The coaches have talked him up. We know he had a good true freshman year, had the sophomore slump. I think he's going to have a big junior year. This is his money year. I'm sure he's thinking he's going to go to the draft after this year. We've seen it time and time again. That junior year is where it clicks for these corners. I'm taking Denzel Burke. All right. I will get my center here. Take Victor Cutler. Um, I agree with you. I think he's still, you know, coming from the Sun Belt, I think he's still – behind even a young guy uh, in Carson Hinsman, who's been in the, the program, was recruited by Big Ten teams. Uh, but I do think when I talked to him earlier this offseason, the kid is motivated. He made the point he's only got two years. He's not here to just hang around. He wants to, he wants to play. So um, right now, yeah, I think you've got the better center. But uh, I think, well, he's clearly the number two. So I guess I don't have – a ton of other options there. All right. Well, you prevented me from taking Cutler and, and making him my second guard and screwing you out of center, but I, I wouldn't have done that to you, Pat. I wouldn't have done that to you. All right. I will take my second corner. I will take Jordan Hancock. Hancock. Well, I, I love the top three. And I, I, I really like the guy that you'll probably take as your second corner as well. I like the top four corners, but I certainly like the top three. They've got three starting level corners for sure, in my opinion. So I'll take Jordan Hancock. All right. Um, I'm going to go back to receiver here because uh, I may have to throw the ball quite a bit given the offensive line that I have. Uh, just get it out of there quick. I'm going to go with Kojo Antwi. I thought about going with another freshman. Kojo had a nice catch the other day uh, when we were out at practice, back corner of the end zone on Davison Igbenosan. It was a well-thrown ball, but he went up, high-pointed it, uh, I liked that. I've seen a couple other good things from him. So I will take him as my second wide receiver here. I did think about going with one of the other freshmen, but I I don't know. I think that the – I'll take the experience, even though there wasn't a ton of those receivers right now. I'll take Antwi. I'm going to finally get on the board at defensive end, and I'm going to take Kenyatta Jackson. Nice. I like that. Yeah, I, think four, I mean, the starters are set with JTT and uh, Sawyer. I know it's not actually JTT, everybody in the comments section, but even the coaches call them that, so calm down. Um, you got the two starters with JTT and Sawyer, and I've got Kenyatta Jackson. I like the top four defensive ends 
a lot. I mean, they don't have a ton of depth there. But my gosh, you got those four defensive ends. I mean, that's high-end talent. And now they're all a year older. You got the two third-year guys, the two second-year guys. So I like Kenyatta Jackson. He looks like he's straight out of central casting for a rush end. Tall, lanky, quick. He just needed to fill out, and he has. He's now up to 252 pounds. It was about 235 last year. Um, that's the Coach Mick effect right there. So I'll take Kenyatta Jackson. Yeah, he's really impressed me. I think, you know, it's it's going to be between him and Caden Curry for that number three defensive end spot. And my eyes have told me this spring that, that Kenyatta's got that. He's been mentioned a couple times. So that's a good pick. I think, you know, he could, by the end of the season, be right in the mix for, you know, complete rotation with the other two if unless they really explode. Um, I will go, sticking with the offensive line for me, I'm going to take Enoch Viamahe. Uh, he's a guy who can move around on the offensive line. That gives me a little bit of d- diversity there. And uh, a guy with some experience, too, which uh, I'll need in the middle of this offensive line. All right. I will open up a linebacker. Patrick and I are just doing linebacker as one category. We're not worried about Will and Mike. Yeah. Um, we'll each draft two linebackers. I'll open that up, and I will take with – obviously, we know Tommy's out. Steele's out. I don't think anything with Steele is serious. We had a comment or talk about that. It's, I don't think it's anything serious. Um, but if there's – I mean, you've got a fifth-year senior who's going to be a third-year starter. Why even risk it? So the, both starters are out. So give me C.J. Hicks. Mm. Going with Hicks. Entering his second year. Yeah, I mean, he's not, you know, if he's going to be a superstar, he'll be, we'll see him this year. If he's as good as advertised, which I think he he will be, he'll play a lot as a sophomore if he's not a starter, in my opinion. Yeah, well, he's certainly going to play a lot in this spring game with yep. the guys that are out injured. Um, I'm going to stay on offense. I'm going to take Cade Stover at tight end. He's another guy that uh, we may not see a ton of in the actual spring game just because Remember, he had this back injury at the end of last season in the in the Peach Bowl. He's come back. He's you know he's been out there quite a bit. But uh, you know what do you need to see from Stover in a spring game? Guys played a lot of football, but for our purposes, he will be out there a lot as my tight end one. That's I like that one because there's a big gap. And I'm using the Marvin Harrison Jr. example. We know yeah. just like you said, Stover's not going to play a lot, but we're taking that off the table. There, even though I like. Joe Royer and G. Scott Jr., there's a big gap between Kate Stover and those guys, in my opinion. Um, Kate Stover had a fantastic year last year, as we all know. Um, all right, I'm going to stick with my second-year five-star guys on defense. I'm going to take Sonny Styles at safety. And at safety, we're just going to draft three safeties. We're not worried about adjuster and bandit and slot. Um, you can be worried about it. I'm just going to draft three safeties. So I'm taking Sonny Styles. They've got to find a big role for him. He played a lot against Georgia. He's been running with the twos all spring. I ain't buying it. They've got to, he, He's not a starter. Something went horribly wrong, in my opinion. He has to be a starter. Yeah, I'm interested to see what uh, what role he is. They've said he's working at – we've seen him work behind Lathan Ransom at that bandit position, but I think you have to figure out uh, figure out a way to get him on the field, whether that's moving him to a different spot to take a starting role or – or not. Um, very intrigued about that. I'm going to go now with uh, Jair Brown at cornerback. Um, this is a guy Ryan Day said the other day has moved around. He played some nickel as well. So a guy that can do some different things there. Uh, I like the versatility, but uh, I assume unless something crazy happens, he'll probably be my number two cornerback opposite Igbenosin. 
probably shouldn't even do this because I don't think you're going to take a third defensive end um, and put him inside. But um, I will take Caden Curry as my second defensive end. So I've got Kenyatta Jackson and Caden Curry. I think you could flip a coin between those guys. Like I said, I was debating when I took Kenyatta Jackson because you already took Tuimolo out and Sawyer. So I needed a defensive end. And I was debating between Jackson and Curry. It's so close. I was really impressed with Curry last year. I think it's really flipping a coin between those two. So I'll, I'll take Caden Curry to pair with Kenyatta Jackson as my starting DNs. That makes sense. Um, I thought about waiting when I took Sawyer and uh, trying to get these two or one of these two. Um, but, yeah. Look, I think the Ohio State, as you said it, I think beyond – you know, those top four are about as good as you're going to find of four defensive ends in the country. Um, yeah. You know, Curry and Jackson have to continue to come along, obviously, but I think they will, so – I like I like this group a lot. Um, I think I think it'll be fun to watch that rotation there and, and watch these young guys develop. Um, and I like Jack Sawyer a lot back at DN full time. And Caden Curry can you could if you wanted to get creative defensively, you could stand him up. You could move him around. I think he's a guy who could do some of that that Jack roll if if you're getting crazy out there. Um, all right, so we're at pick twenty eight overall. So this will be my if my math is correct, this will be my fourteenth pick. Uh, just for those trying to keep track at home. Um, I probably should go offensive line. You've made it slim pickings here, Dave. <laughs> what do you need? Oh, you need a – what do you need, a guard? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, are we trading? Are we allowed to make trades here? We're allowed to make trades. Uh, no, we'll, we'll keep it simple. I don't want to complicate things. Um. I am going to go with – let me go George Fitzpatrick. Oh, wow. I like What's that up? name. Um, Put him a guard. Huh? What did you say? He's been repping at left tackle. Yeah. Um, put him at guard. Hey, I'm sure he can play a little guard. Yeah, well, I think he could do – well, I, I, I have a plan here. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean that he was going to be my starting. Um, I was going to take him eventually, make him my starting right tackle. So you, you stole one from me there. Um, I'll have to figure out who my right tackle is now. Um, I've got I like my other four linemen. I've got Fryer. I've got both starting guards, Donovan Jackson, Matt Jones, and I've got Carson Hinsman at center. Now I got to figure out who I'm going to start at right tackle, but I'm not going to take him now. All right, where am I going to go next? I will go. Let's see. I'll go back to linebacker. I'll take my second and final linebacker, and I will take Cody Simon. Cody Simon and C.J. Hicks are my linebackers. Yeah, that's a good group. So you've essentially got most of the starting offensive line via two interior defensive linemen and, the, for, purpose, for our purposes, the two starting linebackers. So uh, Mar Marvin Harrison Jr., you've yeah. got the big advantage at quarterback, though, because you've got the starting quarterback. And I'm either going to take a seventh-year senior who is just an apprentice, or I'm going to take somebody who's hurt. But we're pretending well, like Devin Brown isn't – we're pretending like Devin Brown isn't hurt for the purposes of this draft, but yeah. 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 Um, unless I take Devin Brown and go two quarterbacks, run a two-quarterback system here. But that would be silly for our purposes, frankly. Um Okay. Uh, well, if you're going to load up on these linebackers, I guess I should catch up at that position. So, uh, looking at this group, 
I've liked Gabe Powers out there. Um, he did some good stuff the last time we were there. But are we calling Mitchell Melton a linebacker at this point? He's done a lot yeah. with the defensive linemen. He's a D end all the way now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Then yeah, I'll go with Gabe Powers. Um, go with him. Uh, I do. I do think Mitchell Melton can move. Like I was just saying about Curry, like he's probably going to end up being the guy who plays the Jack. But uh, I don't know if we really need to get into the weeds of that at this point. Okay, we're going to take three safeties. I've taken one. I'll take my second safety. I'll take Lathan Ransom. Just pair with Sonny Styles. I know I right now they technically play the same position. I'm not buying that at all. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, then I'll stick with safety. I will take Cam Martinez. Mr. should have had a pick six the last day we were out there. Uh, they didn't. They just blew the play dead. Um, but uh, nice read to pick off Devin Brown. Look, I think Jihad Carter wins this job if healthy. But pretty much all spring, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, Martinez has been with the ones almost everything we've seen, right? He has been. And he's actually had a good spring. Like yeah. for those things, like, a lot of times when I'm I am I say this all the time, like be really, really careful when you see like a, a veteran running with the ones during spring thinking that oh he's got that locked down. Like with Kim Martinez, I'm not saying he's got it locked down because Jahad Carter went healthy. I agree. He didn't come here to sit. They didn't recruit him to come here and sit. But Cam Martinez has actually had a really good spring. I thought he struggled last year in his first extended plan time, a kid that was, you know, high school quarterback, you know, Gatorade player of the year in the state of Michigan. Um, looks like he's come around. He's a tough kid. He's quick. Um, he could be a good slot safety slot corner. Um, I like that pick. Cam Martinez has had a good spring for sure. All right, I'm up next. I'll just go ahead and get it done instead of waiting until the last pick. But you might, maybe you scared me into doing it. Um, I'll take Devin Brown, healthy Devin Brown. We're pretending like he's healthy. Devin Brown is my quarterback. Well, look, it's, it's just a finger, right? I mean, even if, you know, minor procedure. Oh, your throwing hand, no big deal for a quarterback, right? Here's the thing. We don't know a ton about this, but, like, if this were the season, do you think he has the procedure or waits till the season? I mean, like. I'd have to know what the what it was, yeah. yeah that's a, so, that's a good question. That would have been a good question for Coach Day because that's one he might – he doesn't like talking about injuries. That's one we – you know, could snuck past him a little bit, you know, because he right. might have, because he'll still say stuff like he had a procedure. So he'll take it, tell us some stuff. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, I don't know. I'd have to know the, the severity of the injury. Yeah. So for our purposes, he's healthy, but even if not, maybe he could have, you know, put this off. Um, all right. I need to, this, what do I, my offensive lineman, what I need one more. Is that right? And so you've got one, two, three, four. You got five. Oh, do I? You've got Tegra, Zen. You've got Fitzpatrick, Cutler, and Vomahi. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Never mind then. I was going to get tricky here, but I don't need to do that. Um, going to go six offensive linemen on me? No. I was. Go I thought I only had four, and I was thinking that I would take – not necessarily this pick, but I was thinking I would take Toby Wilson, play him at center, and move Vic Cutler to – one of the guard position. Well, what, you know, he's played tackle too, but uh, I guess I don't have, uh, I guess I don't have a need for that. So, um, all right. You took Lathan. I guess I'll take Josh Proctor. Um, I know that we have both said that we're not sure if Josh Proctor is a starter come season. Uh, he was a starter to start this past season. 
and that quickly changed. But they're talking the good talk in terms of what Josh Proctor can be as a sixth-year player. If the guy doesn't have injuries, maybe he's already gone through this and is off in the NFL. I don't know, but I need another safety. He fits the mold there. So, uh, yeah, I'll take him. Are you looking at your safeties? Are you playing Ransom as your free safety, or are you playing Sonny Styles there? Sonny Styles is not playing free safety for me. He's okay. going to be my – he's definitely going to be my strong safety, my bandit. Um, so – I'm going to move Lathan around. Lathan can play in the slot. Uh, he can play free safety. I know that's not perfect for him, but I just feel like he's, other than Sonny, he's the second best safety on the team. Um, I like this next guy. I'm going to stick with safety and take my third and final safety. I like Kai Stokes. Give me Kai Stokes. Second-year player. I, I was impressed with him last year in spring when he was, should have still been in high school. Kai Stokes, to me, um, has a little bit of Malik Hooker in his game. And keep in mind, Malik Hooker didn't see the field until his third year. Redshirted, didn't play as a redshirt freshman, and then had that huge year as a third-year sophomore, one of the best seasons I've seen from an Ohio State safety. And I don't say that lightly. Um, you know, Not that it was a better season than like what Mike Doss had or anything, but like it was still one of the best seasons by a safety I've seen at Ohio State. And um, that's how good Malik Hooker was. He was a first-round pick. I still think he'd be – I mean, he's still in the NFL. He's all right. I, I think he'd be like an NFL star if he didn't get hurt early in his career. Yeah. But uh, Kai Stokes reminds me a little bit of him. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Malik Hooker, but I like Kai Stokes. So give me Kai Stokes. Yeah, he uh, arguably one of the standouts in last year's spring game. Uh, yeah. Had I mean, a pick, right? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think that was one of those where he had a really good spring game, but then there was still a lot of growing he needed to do. I talked to him after the or at the Peach Bowl. I really liked what he said about, you know, just – recognizing that he needed to develop a lot, that he couldn't just get by on, on what he'd done previously, which I think is kind of what he was was doing last spring. But, you know, once, once you really get into the weeds of college football, there's a lot more to it. I think he recognized that. Um, are, what are we doing with Court Williams? Has he been out there? I don't remember seeing him. I think he's hurt. Okay, like we're not, yeah. Jihad, I meant that Jihad Carter's off the board, right? Yeah, yeah. Like not, not, he he we're counting him as out, right? Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. I don't I don't I don't I didn't have Court Williams as a we should have talked about that. Yeah. No, I, I don't I don't remember him. I don't remember him practicing much, if at all. I know I saw him on the sidelines at one of them. I also ran into him at Coles recently, and he this is before spring, but he was still in a big arm cast at that point. That so, poor kid uh, does not stay healthy. I'm getting Cam Bab vibes from him on yeah. all respects, where everybody on the team loves him. He's a leader, even though he's hurt all the time. Yeah, he's captain. captain as a third-year player, and the, everybody says if he was healthy, he'd be a badass. And kid can't catch a break. It reminds me a lot of Cam Bab, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully he can, you know, get over that injury bug. But um, we'll see what happens. All right, okay. Maya. No, it's my. I'm going to take okay. my third safety. And I will go with freshman Malik Hartford. I like it. Who uh, you and I talked to at the foundation event. Uh, really nice kid. We yeah. will see. He's had his moments in spring. Um, you know, he's not been with the first team, obviously, as a freshman. But uh, he's going to play for me because uh, I need safety help. <laughs> All right. Sticking with the foundation event that we went to with those six uh, true freshmen, the early enrollees. How cool was that? So we had the Carnell Tate was there. Yep. Uh, Jelani Thurman was there. You know, a bunch of guys were there. Hartford was there. Jermaine Matthews was there. Um, Noah Rogers was there. My next pick, Noah Rogers, true freshman wide receiver. So I've got Marvin Harrison Jr. I've got Jaden Ballard. 
And I've got Noah Rodgers as my three wide receivers. I like Noah Rodgers a lot. Obviously, Carnell Tate has been the star of this true freshman class so far. Brandon Ennis will enroll uh, in the summer. I love him. I think he's going to be a great slot receiver for the Buckeyes. Carnell Tate's been a superstar this spring. Um, but I like Noah Rodgers a lot, too. And, um, and Bryson Rodgers has been good as well. Um, that, that is a four-man receiver class that only Brian Hartline could put together. I mean, it's fantastic. So give me true freshman Noah Rodgers. That's Rodgers spelled O-R-G-E-R-S. Not Bryson, not Bryson Rodgers, but Noah Rodgers, right. They yes, spell last names differently. Yep. Yes, I've had to uh, check that multiple times this spring when I've written their names. Like, which one is which? Uh, right. You know, it's – I always when, – when Ohio State's recruiting players, A, I want them to get good players to do well because that helps us out and people get excited. But I also want easily spelled names. Not to them allow. I want I want names that are easy to spell that I don't have to look up multiple times. Not that Rogers is difficult to spell, but uh, that's one of the things I root for in uh, in recruiting. All right, I am going to go with. I need I need the middle of my who who'd you take? You took Tyleek and Mike Hall, right? Yep. If your notes are correct here. All right, then I'm going to take Ty Hamilton. Uh, I don't have any interior defensive lineman yet. Ty Hamilton, who. I think, I, I think people hope will take a very similar trajectory of his brother and uh, kind of blossom here towards the end of his career. So Ty Hamilton will be my first interior defensive lineman. Okay, I like it. We're down to our final three picks. I've got three picks left. Pat's got three picks left. Okay, final three picks. My third to last pick, I will take my running back, I will take rising sophomore Dallin Hayden. Mayan's already off the board. To me, it was pretty close between Dallin and Chip. I think Chip's been good this spring. I like what I see out of Chip. He's hard to tackle. Uh, 5'11", 230. But Dallin Hayden was good as a true freshman at 195 pounds. He's now up over 200. I think Dallin Hayden's a good back. Evan Pryor's obviously going to be back for the season, but is out for the spring game. He's coming off that torn patellar tendon, which just from, you know, People will say that's not yeah, that's a tricky one because it can be anywhere from six to twelve months for a torn patellar tendon. But he did suffer in August, so even if it is twelve months, he should be back for the start of the season. Hopefully, it's closer to six than twelve. Evan, Evan Pryor's been moving well in spring. He hasn't been out there practicing, but we see him running on the side. He's not even wearing a knee brace. You know, in my layman's opinion, that's good news. Um, so hopefully, Evan Pryor will be good to go for the start of camp. But I'm going to take Dallin Hayden as my running back. All right. Um... I will then go – and also, if you want to read about Dallin's spring, uh, I wrote about him yesterday, so that's up on Bucknuts. I'm going to stick with the defensive tackle position, get my second one there with Hero Canoe. I spoke with him at the career fair thing the other day, just kind of chatted with him. Uh, he's a guy I, I really like as just a dude, uh, but yeah. said that this year things have started to slow down for him um you know obviously coming from germany played in california but um didn't have the same experience as a lot of these guys he said you know just the game in general at the college level has started to slow down he's starting to play i think he recognizes he's still got some ways to go but um that was positive to hear for from a young guy kind of accepting where he was but knowing that things are starting to get better for him all right dave i need a right tackle Maybe I'll maybe I'll put Donovan Jackson as my right tackle. Um, put, this guy, put this guy as my left guard um, since that's where he's actually repping during spring. 
That's a rising third-year player. He'll be a third-year sophomore. Ben Chrisman will be my fifth and final offensive lineman. Ben Chrisman entering his third year. Um, again, he's got three years of eligibility left, redshirted. Um, didn't play much last year um, as a redshirt freshman. Now as a third-year sophomore. He's been repping with the twos all spring at guard. Um, he was a guy that was a you know four-star recruit. Now as a third-year player, I mean it's it's time. You need at least need to be a solid backup if you're Ben Christman. The run with the twos all spring. So give me Ben Christman, I guess, as my starting right tackle. That's that's there's my weakness. There's my weakness. Although maybe I will move Donovan Jackson out there. We'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna try and exploit that if I can. Um, <laughs> JTT and Sawyer. Yeah. wow I need a linebacker. Still, it looks like. Um, you going down on the Ohio River? What'd you say? You going down on the Ohio River? Uh, you mean down to Ironton? Yeah. Yes, I am. I'm going to take Reed Carrico, uh, a guy who I don't know if we've heard a ton about. Um, you know, just the talk about linebackers is focused on other guys. Uh, this is a he was a what top 150 kid coming out of high school or something. Yep. Sure was. So, uh, he's running with the three. The only reason he's even running with the twos now is because all the injuries. Even with yeah. Tommy out, he was running with the threes until Steele got hurt. And when Steele got hurt, they put C.J. Hicks, obviously, with the ones, and that got Reed to rep with the twos. So at least now he's repping with the twos. But not good news for him that he's entering his third year and he's entering spring running with the threes. I mean, that's just yeah. not good. No, that's not what you want to see. But he'll play for me. He will play for you. All right. Now – Am I down to just my – wait a minute. Am I down to my final pick? Is that right? Yes. This is your last I need, I need to get a tight end. All right, guys. What do you think? Should I get Joe Royer, G. Scott, or Jelani Thurman? We're allowed one time – I just came up with this rule. One time during the show, we're allowed to get user um, suggestions. What do you guys think? Should I go true freshman Jelani Thurman? Should I go with one of the fourth-year guys, Joe Royer and G. Scott, who've been repping with the ones? You know, especially when they do a lot of 12 personnel, you'll see Kate out there. you see Joe Royer come in or G. Scott come in or – Sometimes Kate will be resting. They'll have Joe Royer, Angie Scott up there with the ones. So it's tough. What do you guys think? Anybody? In, anybody? 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 I guess in theory you could go no tight end. I could take do that. But considering my situation at right tackle, I ain't going to do that. Probably going to um, Okay. Since it's basically a tie. Okay, there we go. I was going to say that anyway. Thank you. Oh, wait. No, Sue got it in first. Sue got it in first. I'll, I'll do that. I was going to go Thurman. But initially I was going to go Royer. They all say on standardized tests and live fake drafts, always go with your first instinct, right? If you're taking the SAT or you're doing a fake live draft, you go with your first instinct. Okay, Sue, I'm going to go with Joe Royer. I do think he's going to be the number two tight end. It's close between him and G. I actually think Jelani Thurman's a future star, but I think he'll be the number four tight end this year as a true freshman. Um, I, was, I was on the verge of taking Jelani. I'll go with Sue, Dr. Sue, and I will take Joe Royer. I love his yeah. podcast. Dude, Joe Royer's podcast is great. I mean, oh, that's never mind. That's Joe Rogan. That's Joe yeah, Rogan. That's a different guy. Different guy. Uh, I different think that hair. makes sense. Different hairstyle for Joe Royer and Joe Rogan. Um, I think that makes sense for you. If you need help blocking, I would go with the guy who's been in the program longer. Yes. I do yeah. very much like Jelani <laughs> Thurman. Good thing Sue got that in because not everybody's like Thurman, Thurman, Thurman. I hear you guys. Thurman will be better than Royer eventually. But right now, if I had to actually play a game right now, I would have Joe Royer if I had to play a game. Or if I had to play, right. a, if I had to play um, a fake game. Yes, exactly. What do, what do I need? I need a third safety, I guess, here. You do. Yes. No, you don't. You have Proctor, Hartford, and Martinez. What oh, Martinez. Need? I was forgetting about it. So you what, have two linebackers? 
You have you have Carico. Who's your other linebacker? Uh, Powers. Powers. That's right. I didn't cross him off for some reason. Okay. I guess I need. What, what do you still need? Let's see. You got two corners. You got three safeties. Five offensive linemen. You got a tight end. Oh, you need a wide out. Oh yeah. I you only have Tate team. and Antwi. Yes, that's right. All right. Um, well, do I go with – do I go two freshman wide receivers and just – yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Bryson Rogers. Look, I am – we talked about this a while ago, Dave. Um, the – comment that Ryan Day made on the first day of spring practice when he said that that second year wide receiver group and I took one of them uh you know basically that the freshmen were coming for them uh this wasn't the exact quote that just gave me pause about that entire second year class which like wasn't the all-star class we've seen from Brian Hartline each year but uh yeah so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with another freshman Bryson Rogers We've got Rodgers on either side of the ball there. And, uh, yeah, sorry to the sophomores. I need to see more from them, even though I haven't seen a ton from, from the freshmen, to be fair. Well, you got you got Antwi. He's a sophomore. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one second-year receiver, I mean, Antwi's had a good spring too. Grays has been banged up, um, but he's back now. So he'll play a lot in the spring game, Keon Grays. The other second-year wide receiver I think has a chance is Caleb Brown. Yeah. he's a, He would have been my next receiver I would have taken. Um I think they might use him as a return man, as a kickoff returner, and then yeah. he's not going to play. I mean, Brian Hartline is – they can say what they want. If you're not in the top four, you're not going to play a lot. And Marvin Harrison Jr. and Mecca Buka are locked in. You got to think Xavier Johnson's going to be in that top four, and then is it going to be Julian Fleming probably as the fourth, Jaden Ballard as the fifth? And how much is Jaden Ballard going to play as a number five? I mean, yeah. I think people that are expecting him to play a lot might be disappointed unless one of the top four guys gets injured or if he beats out Julian Fleming. And then so you got these other guys, if they're like not even in the top five, if you're a Kojo Antwi or a, you know, a Caleb Brown or any of these guys, it's going to be tough. I mean, even a Carnell Tate, I've used the Marvin Harrison Jr. example. Carnell Tate, is he going to be a future star in my opinion? Yes. Is he going to play a lot as a true freshman for Ohio State this year? No. Marvin Harrison Jr. looked really, really good two years ago to me. He enrolled early. We know he was good. He balled out in the Rose Bowl, three touchdowns, right? He didn't play hardly at all before then. The only reason he even got a chance in the Rose Bowl is because Olave and Garrett Wilson sat out. So unless guys get hurt, Carnell Tate's not going to play a lot this year. So anyway, I went off a little tangent there, but um, just uh, warning the fans that uh, as much as Carnell Tate looks like a superstar, he's not going to play a lot this year. Yeah, I I can't see that. Like you said, unless there are injuries um, or what whatever it may be uh, to open that. All right, so we've we've got our twenty two guys apiece. Um, we will. I will post this on Bucknuts, breaking down so everyone can see who drafted whom, um, and then I'll put a little poll with it. People can ask. Uh, you know, people can get or decide which one of us drafted better here. Uh, I have a feeling you're going to win. You are more liked by the Bucknuts community, and uh, that tends to to help. Well, that's why I'm going to win. Why don't you just look at the comments section? Ain't going to be pretty. Ain't going to be pretty for you, buddy. That's all right. You've got some years on me here, you doing these things. There you um, go. Okay, there you go. Low blow. <laughs> um, all right, Dave. Well, we're going to be out there for the spring game on Saturday. It'll be me, you, Steve, 
and Bill Curlick's going to come for at least some of the games, see the recruits that are there and whatnot. Um, I assume you will you be doing your show afterwards, your live yeah, show? We'll a, yeah, I'll be doing what we learn live. Thank you for the I was going to say that um, I'll be doing what we learn live right after the game. I'll be there in the press box. Pat and Pat and Steve are you know at the press conference. I'll be answering questions from you guys and you know just giving my recap and then when Patrick and Steve are done with interviews they're going to join me on the show we'll have Bill Curlick on talking recruiting so yeah we're going to be on um you know for at least an hour probably longer after the spring game so join me for what we learn live immediately following the spring game this Saturday yeah and if you want to be alerted of when that goes live subscribe to Bucknuts YouTube page if you're not already in addition to getting alerts like that, you get updated whenever we upload videos and, and everything. So uh, that that uh, is a good resource if you want to be dialed in on everything we're doing, the team's doing, all that stuff. All right, Dave. Well, this was fun, I thought. Um, it was fun. This was, was fun. Good idea. easily the, like, feeling-wise, the quickest hour, basically. We're at 55 minutes here uh, of this happy hour show that I've done. It, it breezed by. So... Uh, Sure did. That was fun. Hey, uh, same time next year. Sounds good to me. Sounds right. good to me. This is an ode to Jim Trestle. Jim Trestle used to have spring game drafts. He would break up the seniors into two sides kind of evenly, and then they would draft the players. And it was so cool. We got a chance to cover it, and you got to see who the players thought were the best players, the underclassmen. So it was really cool. Game knows game. So there was a lot of interesting ones. So the one I always point to was in 2004, the players all wanted Troy Smith. Spring of 2004, Justin Zwick was the starter and you know, took, was taking all the first team reps during spring that year, ended up being the starter at the beginning of 20, 2004, really for half the season. But even in spring, but before that year, the players wanted Troy Smith. When Trestle opened up quarterback, they took Troy Smith first. One team did. And it wasn't just that, that they, that team wanted Troy Smith. I look over at the other team. They were pissed off that they didn't get Troy Smith. I'm like, whoa, this team was super happy to get Troy Smith over Justin Zwick. This team's pissed that they are getting Justin Zwick and not Troy Smith. That said a lot to me, and we know the story. You know, Troy ends up winning the job, and then a couple years later wins the Heisman. I think that they should do what they did with the NBA All-Star game this year and go, like, 45 minutes before the spring game, get the fans in there, have the players out on the field, pick two captains, have them draft just like we did in front of everybody. I like that. Uh, yeah. Um, I could see there being some issues with that as well, but I think it'd be fun for us and the fans. All right, Dave. Well, thanks for doing this with me. Um, good luck in our hypothetical game that will never get played. Um, hopefully I can throw the ball. And, well, uh, you can throw the ball. I don't, I have, I have, my quarterback has an injured finger. Yeah, so well, I have, I have entirely backup offensive linemen. So. Dallin Hayden, you're going to get 50 carries, brother. <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, I will see you Saturday. Buck Nutters, thank you for joining us, whether you watch this live. Listen to the podcast after the fact. Uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. We appreciate it. And if you're not already, this is a great time to run a promo right now. 50% off your Bucknuts membership, which gets you to the entire 247 Sports Network. So if that's something you've thought about before, now is a very good time. There's going to be a lot of news all across college football here coming up. The transfer portal opens again on Saturday. So we mentioned you mentioned earlier, Dave, offensive tackle. Could be getting some news on that sooner rather than later. But, uh, Dave, thanks again. Thank you all. And uh, I'm pretty much out of beer here. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, cheers. we'll cheers with the very little beer I have left. And Dave with his water. 
Thanks again, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Actually, we'll talk to you Saturday after the spring game. Cheers. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.